Hey there, I'm back again, and I just want to say that I have been trying to implement power poses in real time, and it's been completely awkward. So, for those who might not know, power pose is just using your body to take up more space and feel more powerful within yourself. It's a like psychological trick to give you an extra confidence boost and you can do it by standing in Superman pose for, I think it's two minutes, they say. And there are other ways. And I've been trying this a lot in my own time. And the Superman pose is the one that I practice the most. And it comes habitually now. I'll find myself in the pose even around people, which is pretty cool. And it just, it really does help me feel more confident, be more confident, and behave more confidently. And I've been doing it enough that I've conditioned my brain to feel better when I'm in a power pose. So I've been wanting to implement it in real time on purpose to see how that is. And I've been really into the one where you have your hands together and your fingertips are touching your opposite, like, you know, you got your, it's like that pose with your hands out, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but you got both your hands touching tips of your fingers, and you keep your elbows out. Anyways, I see it a lot in film with leaders, and so I've been kind of wanting to try it, because You know, there's so many times in life you just think, what do I do with my hands? And it's a great activity to do that and simultaneously make you feel more confident and empowered. But it's very awkward in public for me because I feel awkward and I'm not used to it. Because like I said, I only did the Superman pose privately a lot and I've just done it so much now that mid-conversation, I notice I'll put my arms to my side, and it makes me stand up straighter, and then I I feel smarter, ready to <laughs> be more alert and powerful. So, you know, I can, I know that I'm putting out that awkwardness because it's how I feel because, you know, um, I have to convince myself that I'm confident and that this behavior is normal, but it's hard because it feels silly to me. And that's kind of what this journey is about. I'm noticing is things feel silly and awkward, weird, but Sometimes, you know, I just have to stumble through it and 
endure it to understand how to be better at it. And so I'm practicing my moves and I'm feeling weird in public and such. And then a couple days ago, I had somebody close to me point out, because I was taking pictures and I was feeling very large and gross and so, you know, when I used to get these feelings of being large and gross, I'd get angry and self-deprecating, and it would change my mood drastically, and maybe I'd cry, I would definitely be mean as fuck, and it just wouldn't be great at all. And so now, I'm I'm at this place where I've at least trained myself to not be so self-deprecating, so... um It's like, okay, yeah, we are large. These pictures are humiliating and embarrassing. And don't paint a pretty picture at all. But I can't really fix it right now in this second because, you know, I didn't gain weight like that. I didn't just eat 100 pounds of food one day and then gained weight. It happened slowly, progressively, with every day. And as I said, um... As active as I like to be, I can get so comfortable to the point where I just want to eat a lot of food and not work out and not move my body, but be in great shape. And I know that that's clearly not the effective method, which is fine. So now I kind of just have to, I have to accept the truth and then I need to figure out a way to get through it in the meantime. So with the weight thing, you know, I'm sitting there with these negative thoughts and I'm like, no, we're not going to go down that road again, Vanessa. We're not going to hate ourselves and hate our life and just make this a big novella scene. We're just going to accept that we've allowed ourselves to get fat again because we're lazy again. And um, it's not going to fix overnight definitely not gonna fix within the next few minutes so I need to create something or do something to help me feel better about that fact and also to motivate me to keep from being like this so that I can keep going and not quit and not go through this self-hating cycle that I have to get out of And so, of course, immediately I just thought power pose, (laughs) because what else could I do? And so I was sitting there with my hands like a boss, like a mafia boss type, just standing (laughs) and trying to take pictures, and I feel so weird. And then I had somebody call me out for it and laugh at me, laugh at me, okay? And it's... It was an intentional roasting type. So it's not, I'm not offended by it, but there's truth to it. So it just made me laugh so much because I was really in my head about it. And then obviously it showed and I was called out. And, you know, I just felt really stupid and thought, you know, I could have hid this better. I could be more confident in but I wasn't. And the cool thing is, though, that I didn't answer. I didn't say, you know, 
I'm trying to be more leader. And so I'm like practicing how to be and how to think and what to do, and what to say. Because a lot of this journey is, um, it's got nothing to do with people outside of me. Like right now I'm just working on me and mastering myself so that I can be the most effective I can be. And so it's just weird. And I'm just out here trying some shit, just looking weird and getting laughed at. And again, just <laughs> overlooked. Um, but it's not personally affecting me in a negative way anymore. I feel that there is no more pressure for me as far as how I'm perceived on the outside. And kind of, I'm feeling very grateful that I've set the bar so low that really anything that's just moving upwards is phenomenal and moves mountains for me. Because not only can I use that as a way to manipulate myself into being more positive and proactive about things, but, you know, I'm exercising my right to live a life that I want, however I want, regardless of how it looks to others on the outside. And I know that people are obsessed with other people and their points of view and their opinions. I've been there and I just, I don't want to go back to that. I like my own opinions and my own thoughts and would have much rather stimulate my mind with company that I feel is more on my level of, I don't know, weirdness, for lack of words. I don't know what to say. But, you know, um... This is this is the journey. I'm just I'm trying shit. I'm looking real stupid out here and sometimes I'm looking baller as fuck and it's really a head it's a toss up because you know, just depending on my mood and how I feel and whether or not I've been taking care of myself, that plays a lot on my mind. And obviously, I'm learning that the trick to the majority of things in my life that I perceive as horrible can be altered in some way by me if I can see a new perspective, use my my mind to figure out ways to empower me instead of belittle me and make me want to run and hide when I face some sort of opposition or resistance. So that's what I've been doing. I've just been trying to be out in the world in power pose, and I know that it looks weird. I feel weird. Sometimes I feel so weird that it comes off of me, and then people, I can sense people (laughs) feeling the awkwardness, which, again, what else can I do but laugh at myself for being a fucking weirdo? And then there are times where I'm really, you know, in my ego and I'm just 
pumping myself up and I am on top of the world and you know it's it's natural to power pose because I feel empowered and I see that resonate within others and I like that feeling that's a very contagious of a, a thing like I really understand why people can be obsessed with power it's <laughs> uh, you can go either way with that so regardless of how I feel and how I look I'm still trying to transform myself into a version that fits the fullest most authentic version of myself and I just love that I care less and less about not fitting in these boxes that society has and just being you know that weirdo that black sheep the one who people want to write off like it's cool it's it's okay over here there's less pressure um there's more fun and more self-love um it's it's hard though because it i feel like the more i spend time alone and i um self-reflect and try to grow and self-correct the harder it is for me to go out into the world sometimes and want to interact because I feel so removed from, you know, what quote-unquote ordinary people are doing and thinking and it just, it, it makes me question why do I even want this? Why am I even trying to be a leader if I can barely handle society and energies intensely all at once. I don't know why, but the main reason was a little bit selfish because I just want to have all the tools I need to achieve what I want. And again, I understand that society and our culture is very much the stage of life where we play roles to please others and get what we want and so I know that it's a necessary evil but I just don't want to get too caught up in that and anyways it's just I don't know it's a very weird place to be in but I'll figure it out. Eventually, I'll figure this shit out. So, yeah, sometimes I can't really talk to people. I don't really want to. And um, there's this other thing that I have to note for myself is that I do this thing sometimes where I still feel entitled and I act like an arrogant prick and it's extremely frustrating for me because I don't know where I get off even having this entitlement and arrogance. It's fucking annoying. It's not 
who I want to be. But again, I, if past lives are real, then for sure I've been a leader and I've killed tons of people and probably for dumb reasons because I just, I get so caught up in my ego sometimes and I think I'm better than everyone and everything and then you know I'm humbled by the universe and such and then I feel dumb and I'm just like why would I even think that that makes no sense to me why do I act like this but you know my life is chain link of humiliating self-deprecating moments that's uh really hard to be okay with that. I, I keep telling myself this because I'm trying to accept that of me and I don't like it and I don't wanna accept it, but it's it's what's gotta happen. So I mean fuck, eventually <laughs> eventually no, it's already happening. I'm already getting better, already being more leadership-like, more alpha-like. And here's something interesting that I'm realizing also. It's, I went through this phase in life where, I don't know, I guess maybe when you're young and you just want to rebel against everything. I mean, most people didn't, but I did. I just was always trying to rebel against systems and authority figures and I guess in a way I've never really (laughs) been into this place and I never liked the boxes and games that they said we had to do here on earth they being society and uh I just Definitely when I was younger, too, there's more arrogance, more ego, and more... I thought I had real genuine confidence and self-love, but it was really an act that I'm realizing this now. And, and part of that attitude, I just thought, you know, um, being a leader or being the top is you control everything you keep everyone in their place and you're better than everybody and this isn't the words I use it's just when I think about it now the way I would describe it that's probably the best umbrella to put it under so I wasn't actively thinking these thoughts in this way I was just you know, subconsciously, like, oh, I, I gotta be better, I gotta walk taller, I gotta look meaner, and, you know, whatever it is, I thought was what leaders do, and now that I'm actually really trying to embody somebody who leads themselves to their perfect life and achieving all their goals, I realized that being an effective leader is in fact the opposite of it and it's it's it makes me wonder why do i even want this because real leaders who make 
impact, long life, li- lifelong impacts, they understand that people matter and praise matters more than criticisms. And people will work harder and better if they're being taken care of and and um, appreciated and praised for the work that they do. And when a leader fucks up, the leader has to take that shit. And everybody blames them and they say all their fucking shit to them. And the leaders just got to like shut their mouth swallow their fucking pride and just take on all that hate and then try to neutralize it or you know create plans that are going to be better next time but still it could be wrong and when you're wrong everybody wants somebody to blame and so there's the leader again where they just harp on that and again you're alone you have to withstand all that negative shit in a way that can be transmuted back into positivity and optimism and you got to re-motivate people to want to motivate themselves and you know you have to you have to help people but in a way that makes them feel like it was their idea and that they did it of their own free will which again, this game is very manipulative. So I see why people get corrupt in this. Because once you master it, it's like literally the puppet master. You can move things and people and situations to your liking. And it's very appealing for me, but it's also terrifying because power. And furthermore, leaders, when they win, when they do something right and they're winning they can't even take the glory they have to give that glory to their people and it has to be genuine and sincere otherwise you know that won't work because people will be like no you're just giving us pity it has to be genuine and sincere and so when you win you can't take all the credit you can't even take that much really if you really want to motivate your people and keep them moving forward and doing things and so it's a very humble position that I really am understanding. People do not understand. It gets overlooked so much. I, for the longest time, I didn't really fuck with Tom Cruise and his movies because it just didn't really interest me. And so recently, I watched, what is it, Top Gun? Anyways, yeah, I think it was Top Gun. And, um, you know, you got... Actually, that <laughs> that's not even the movie I wanted to reference, I don't think. I don't think I saw the movie that I want to reference. It's the one where he's, um... He's an agent and Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it. I know that's not Top Gun. Anyways, I didn't actually see this movie. I was watching clips on YouTube, but it really made me want to watch it because he was a perfect example of what an effective leader does. He did everything he possibly could and all he got was one client. And then on top of like being out of a job, trying to start a new company, trying to 
create success and progress within himself. Aside from that, he had his Cuba Gooding Jr. What's his fucking name? Why am I stuttering that? Whatever, that dude, that athlete, um, putting all his shit onto him as well because you have to nourish the creative person because they're neurotic, because they're in their heads, because they're kind of crazy. And that's what arguably makes their craft and creativity so phenomenal is that they have that luxury to be a little bit off and weird and cuckoo because they have somebody like a manager, like a leader, keeping them in line when they get too far into the clouds and they bring them back down, they ground them and it's just a constant needing to be there for people and direct things and teach them while at the same time understanding that they have free will and will at all and every time give you shit and make you juggle things all at once and with no appreciation or understanding as to what it takes to be that kind of person and again it's my life so I'm not looking for credit I'm just wondering within myself why do I want this then if that's my future if that's what I have to look forward to I don't know yet, but (laughs) I have just been thinking about this a lot, and oh no, man, people are a trip, it's a trip, whatever this shit is, quote-unquote life, that shit's a trip, you cannot tell me this shit's fucking real. I don't believe it. There's too much fucking weirdness. This cannot be everything. So, I sort of got a little bit carried away there, as usual. But the point is, it takes a lot of work to to do things intentionally. I guess not just be a leader, but really anything that you want to accomplish and achieve and master takes a lot of intentionality, focus, heart, will, drive, persistence, optimism, all of it. It's You need a lot to keep going and thriving and then got to keep things in order and keep things moving and keep people happy and appreciated and not worrying and I mean, the cool thing is that I have started to see my living environment as an opportunity to be the leader. So one thing that my team, as I will call them, does that's frustrating to me is that they don't know how to make decisions. Everything is a, what do you think? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Uh And then they just like ask everyone's opinion and still are like, huh, I don't know what to do. And I can't stand that anymore because don't waste my time. My life isn't meant for me to handle all this shit. So I need, you know, I've been wanting to learn how to lead them better or rather have them lead themselves better because they thought that it 
it's their idea. And clearly, I'm not a master at that yet, so it's a bit of a struggle. However, it has been getting better. I have recently sort of forced people to make decisions. Because, you know, at first, the trick was whenever somebody makes a de- asks me about a decision, I make a decision and stick to it. Whether it's right or wrong, just do it. Because that's what leaders do. You have to be able to be decisive and you have to be able to act quick and you have to be smart about it. And and so I was just like everyone else around me. And I'm like, oh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you-? And so then, you know, I just started answering questions and again they wouldn't listen to me but that wasn't the point I was just conditioning myself to be decisive and so as I get a little bit more decisive it's almost like the team gets a little bit weaker and they're like oh we could just rely on you then to do all this because you know and this is all subconscious I really don't think that they have any idea what I'm doing because again I haven't said it outright Because you're not supposed to. It's not my job. My job is to help you come to the conclusion that you want to do something that's going to be beneficial for you. And so you motivate yourself. Because that's the only way people have real changes. And so I've been putting my foot down a little bit more and sort of forcing them to decide. So... They'll ask me, okay, so for example, I was trying to get rid of this vehicle, right? And was asked about, or they called a couple places and then they told me everything and I'm like, okay, cool. And honestly, the choices all seemed okay. There was one that they really wanted and I personally probably wouldn't have done that. But I also didn't care enough. So I took the opportunity to help that individual become more decisive about things and allow that decision to be what it is and make it a positive. And so I told myself that even though I kind of don't want this as a number one choice and there might be some issues, that I can never throw that in their face because that's not helpful. And who's going to want to make decisions when they've been reprimanded and talked down to and, you know, psyched out of doing what they want to do? And so I talked to myself. I'm like, self, okay, cool. We're not going to get mad. We're not going to get frustrated. This is their job. We're going to let them handle it. And it's going to be okay because we trust them. And so that's basically what I said was, look, I trust you. You know what's going on here. I support your decision. And was back and forth a little bit. And um, it, it happened a couple times. But then finally, I just had to say, listen, I told you that I support you and I trust you. You've been doing a little bit of research right now. I know that you know what we want here, so make the decision. Make your decision, stand by the decision. And then they were like, oh, kind of yelled at me, annoyed with me. (laughs) 
for a little bit as, you know, I imagine anybody would be. And then left. And it was the only time I really put my foot down and was basically saying with my body and my words and my energy, handle it, okay? Do it. (laughs) Just fucking do it. Don't tell me how rough the water is. Just bring in the goddamn boat. And that was the last that they asked. And the people were supposed to come and take the vehicle. Guess what? Never came, never called, nothing. Hella sketch. And I just thought how interesting this was because we were both being tested. Because now it's like, oh, okay, Vanessa, are you sure that you meant what you said when you said that you want them to lead? Do you trust them? And I'm like, yes. So I didn't stress about it. I didn't think about it. Fine, the next day. Still haven't really heard anything. Tried to call a couple times, wasn't hearing anything. Inside, I'm screaming. I'm screaming inside and I'm like, fucking call somebody else, change this shit, fucking fix it. And, you know, I'm losing it. And so the only conversation that I can have with myself is I just have to talk myself out of speaking that out you know, make myself accountable for what I said. If I really want to be an exceptional leader, I need to give people the opportunity to show that I can do that while also teaching them how to be self-sufficient and better as well. Because that's what leaders do. And leaders don't do everything. They're just the guidance that helps others see their true potential and so I had to not speak a lot and and the way I really danced with this was I had to keep myself in check and I told myself okay anytime there's something that's said that's positive or if there's any way I can reaffirm to them that I support them and I trust them and I'm gonna allow them to handle it without interference I need to do that. So every time they said something like, you know what, this is getting sketchy now. I'm going to call a few other places just to make sure. I was like, yes, great. That's a really good idea. Great job. And, you know, was just trying to do that because, as I said, inside I was fuming. And I just wanted to rage all over the place. And I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But no, I can't. I can't do everything for everyone all the time. And I shouldn't want to. And so, it was much harder than I thought. But I did it really well. And I never, never threw it in their face. I never complained. I didn't say anything negative out loud to them. And I praised whenever I could praise, whenever it was genuine and real and sincere. And even after it was done, I praised genuinely and sincerely a few more times because it was amazing. It happened. It happened. There was struggle. There was lack of confidence for a minute. (laughs) There was stuttering. There was me trying not to explode (laughs) and act like I know everything. And in the end, they were very proactive. They were very into this decision and got it done. 
And it felt so amazing to help orchestrate this, even though nobody knows I'm never getting any credit. And even if I tried to get credit, it would come off bad. And then maybe they wouldn't want to do it anymore. So I don't want credit. My point is just that it takes so much work to do things. You really don't understand until you get into things, the inner workings of what it takes to be the top at this craft or that craft. And it's so easy to judge and say negative things when in reality, you just got to learn through doing it, through actually going in real life and doing this shit, having controlled experiments, as I like to refer to them now, thanks to the dog training, the endless dog training videos I watched for months on end when I was trying to teach my dog, and sadly, she's still not as disciplined as I want her to be, but she trusts me, she listens to me, and that's what's important, so it's a fucking weird trip out here, but I'm so proud of myself for this moment, and I just want to say to myself that, fuck yeah, boss-ass move, that's how you do that shit, that's how you motivate people, because, you know, you can see that glimmer, that spark in a person who feels accomplished, and regardless of how small this may be or seem to anybody else, it's irrelevant, because the feeling is necessary, and it really matters. You ever hear the phrase of, um, what is it, like, it's the little things that count, or, I don't know, you know, or it's like, you, you don't think anything, anything matters that's, like, small, but in the end, it's the small things that make the biggest difference, some shit like that, like, that's how I feel, because I feel that made them feel empowered, it made them feel like a leader. I put all my trust and faith in them, told them that they could trust me not to throw it in their face, and I didn't. I kept my word, and this is important because there was a time where I could hear myself speaking, and I was trying to stop it, and I couldn't stop it, and then I would say it, and it's like, ah! you know, sometimes you can't unsay shit, and I like to spew some fucking poisonous shit sometimes. So that was a really big win for me. And I just, I kept it together. And I could tell that they were impressed with themselves. I could tell that self-satisfaction, no matter how small and You know, this is something I would have never done years ago because I just didn't understand how important it was. You know, I used to just talk shit to people and because people talk shit to me, so I talk shit to them. And I thought, you know, it's this vicious cycle that you don't know you're in. And then once you're in, you have to figure out how to break it. Nobody tells you because nobody has tried or looked or cared or whatever the reason is. And I definitely feel that I helped make our bond stronger. I helped them be more decisive 
even though they don't generally have an issue with being decisive per se, but sometimes. And again, I'm not the perfect person by any means in this regard. You want to ask me what I want to eat? It's in and out all the time. If we've eaten in and out too much and you want to know what I want to eat, good luck because I will take forever. I don't know what I want and I can't decide. It's hard, okay? So I'm not perfect here. It's just... You know, I understand that it's scary to do new things. It's scary to step out of your comfort zone and try stuff that makes you feel awkward and weird and you're not comfortable and you know people are laughing and they're going to laugh and they're judging you and you can't stop it. But eventually, things will work out. Eventually, this behavior that I have to teach myself will be natural and people will be like, Wow, Vanessa, you're such an exceptional leader. How did you do it? You make it look so easy. And I'm like, huh, yeah, it was very easy. I had no struggle whatsoever. I'm perfect. I woke up like this. No, I've been struggling for fucking years to do this. And I'm still fucking up. Okay? So who cares what it looks like, what it sounds like, feels like. I feel that there's so much value in being in uncomfortable situations and just not drowning. Because if you can stay in uncomfortable situations and not drown, then maybe next time you can get out of it. Or you can get the water up to your waist. You can make it easier on yourself. And that's just where I'm trying to be. I just want to have self-mastery and pick myself up, take me where I need to be, and then help any and all in ways that are best for them and not just me necessarily because I do have that issue as well where sometimes I forget that my opinions are just opinions and then I want to like shove them down people's throats but that's not who I want to be it's just something I have to unlearn so I'm gonna keep at it keep staying positive Keep trusting myself, stepping out of the comfort zone, looking dumb, and just laughing at myself for it. Because, fuck, man, this is just a video game. Anyway, so. It's fine. (laughs) Anyways, I'll talk again soon. Hopefully this was empowering and of some value. And if not, that's fine, too. Just uh, take it easy, and I will speak again soon. Thank you for listening, as per usual. I appreciate it.